Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. You have stumbled upon our favorite thing, our podcast. Our podcast. Welcome to the Holderness Family Podcast. It's a little piece of the interwebs where we get to really just just learn how to be better. It's a little at- piece of something, that's for sure. <laughs> learn about. I just, I love our goofy videos that we put out. It's very song and dancing and jazz hands. Love that. But I also love, I'm a big, I'm big on the self, self, growth guys i can't even say it out loud (laughs) growing of myself um and this is like a really i love this opportunity to talk with interesting people and learn how to be a better person and be better in a relationship with my husband yeah so we're talking about enneagrams today and we're going to learn a ton about them and what they tell us about ourselves and for those people like me who grew up with the Myers-Briggs type of personality type model, this is different. And we're going to learn why it's different. Before we get to that, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going to start doing this. Okay. This is being released on March 24th. Or something. Yeah. it's, It's being recorded on March 11th. Fun question. How do you think the world is going to change between March 11th and March 24th? Yeah, because right now, if you're listening to this a year from now, we are knee-deep in discovering um, the impacts of coronavirus. And there are cases in our community. We live in North Carolina. There are cases in our community. There have been – there's been some local schools that out of an abundance of caution that have already shut down. I am praying that our kids are still in school. I don't think think our kids are going to be in school right now. I think our kids are out of school and we're home and I'm homeschooling them right now. Okay. That's my guess. What about the NCAA tournament? Are they going to be playing for no people? Yeah, I think either they're going to play in front of no people or for like this would be great for a Carolina fan if they just pretend this season never happened (laughs) that would be that if we could just pull that off that would be the greatest trick ever for UNC fans like you know what we're going to do it over next year we are um, I think all of us as as parents and as citizens and as humans we're all worried Um, but as a business owner I'm worried too like what do you think the world looks like two weeks from now 
Because this is just, you know, like March 11th, if you can remember back when this happened. This is right when like Harvard is canceling classes, Duke is canceling classes, all of these like universities are starting to get on board to yeah. cancel. I think we're, I think it's going to be a totally different world in two weeks. I'm not, I'm trying not to be alarmist, but I'm not being alarmist because no one's going to hear this for two weeks. Will all the bars be empty on St. Patty's Day next week? Ooh. You mean last week? Last week that just happened? Were they all oh, empty? Know, it's going to be a weird look into the future. Guys, I'm going to circle up here. I think, I think I'm going to say this about people who go out for St. Patty's. I think they're going to go out anyway. <laughs> I know, the, the kiss me, I'm Irish. Maybe instead they'll just like... That's pretty strong. They'll just do air high fives like, or something. Elbow um, bump me, I'm Irish. Okay, guys, today's Enneagram. Enneagram is a very cool way to understand the motivation behind why you are the way you are. And you, there are tests that we're going to be putting into the description and a really amazing book for our, from our guests that I'm going to put in there in there as well. If you want to learn more about it, there are nine different types. And it, things like, do you need, like, is, is success important to you? Do you need to feel secure? Are you more loyal? Are you the entertainer? Like, and, and you're not just how you act, but why you act that way. So it's really eye-opening. And our guest is Ashton Whitmore-Ober. She's a community psychologist and certified Enneagram coach. She has her BA in psychology and her MA in community psychology and so Social change. She's an entrepreneur. She opened a business at 22. She was featured in Mika Brzezinski's book Know Your Value. Um, so she she's she's had a retail business called the Glitz Boutique. She's done it all as well as her background, but she has a real passion for Enneagram and life coaching. So uh, she's on Instagram as Enneagram Ashton. Her book The Enneagram for Relationships comes out March 31st, 2020. Hopefully, you'll uh, the world will be in a really great safe place at that point. Um, but she's a writer, a public speaker, an advocate for the underdog. And she's our guest today. And most importantly, she's going to try to help us explain how Kim could take the Enneagram test three times. And get a different result every time. <laughs> okay. Three different results. Welcome, Ashton. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and trying not to fangirl because I've been a big fan of you guys for a long time. Aw, thank you. <laughs> well, we are fans of yours. We found you on Instagram and you have a super fun Instagram account. What's the name of your Instagram account? Just so everybody knows and can follow you. Yeah. There. It's Enneagram Ashton, so it's just the Enneagram and then my first name. So lots of useful information there. But first, tell us, like, what is Enneagram? Yeah, so the Enneagram is an ancient, I always call it like an ancient typing tool. There are nine types, so it's similar to other personality typing systems. Like many people may have heard of Myers-Briggs or Strengths Finders, but the main difference is that instead of showing you who you are, it explains the motivation, so why you do the things that you do. And so there are nine different types, and we say that they're nine different lenses of viewing the world. So we all view the world a little bit different. Yeah. So, Ashton, I, I, I read your bio, and I'm like you. I grew up around the Myers-Briggs type indicator. <laughs> My dad was a pastor and a, and a marriage counselor, and so when he did any weddings, he always made them take the Myers-Briggs. So there was, I think for that one, there are 16 types. Um, yeah. So it's, there are some similarities. The thing that is different to me between Myers-Briggs and Enneagram is all the geometry that goes with the types. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a math guy. I love that crap. Um, <laughs> but I, I read your book and I started seeing like the hexad and the triad and the <laughs> trend, like all these different kind of shapes. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I want to go straight to my type. 
that's probably a mistake, right? Like we need to learn a little bit more about the actual Enneagram, which when you say Enneagram, it is that like sort of geometric shape that looks like I call it Lisa Simpson's head because it's got like a <laughs> neck and then some Oh my gosh, hair. that is so accurate. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it is, you know, made up of triads. So like we do talk about the triads and so it separates the nine types into three different triads and ways of responding. And so like types 8s, 9s and 1s, they respond with a gut reaction. Um, twos, threes, and fours, they respond with their feelings. And then five, six, and sevens, they respond with their thoughts or with their head. And so, you know, it does, even though there are nine different types, it does separate them into like-minded triads as well. So it it doesn't necessarily negate the Myers-Briggs. It just, it it can support it. It can, Yeah. 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 It's different. So like for Myers-Briggs, it tells you, you know, you might be an ENFJ and that's who you are. And these are your personality characteristics. Whereas if you're saying like, oh, I am a two because I'm a two, then I'm not just, um, you know, somebody who is giving or helpful. My motivation behind that is because I want to be needed and wanted and loved. And so it takes the behaviors and it moves towards the motivations instead. Yeah, that part's interesting to me because I do think I've had people who have looked at me and said, oh, you're an ENFP. Like, it takes them five seconds to look at me and yeah. just like, that you're just a scorching ENFP. Uh, and I think with the Enneagram, and we've witnessed a little bit of this, is a lot of times what you are is not exactly what you expect. And the reason why is it is a deeper connection with motivation than what Myers-Briggs seems to be more of like an outer projection of yourself. Yeah, yeah, this definitely. is more inside stuff. So and wha- so that's why we always say that you can't type people because you, at the end of the day, don't know the motivations behind why they're doing the things that they do. Whereas you can definitely see if somebody is extroverted, like, right. you know. I, I will tell you a funny story. So I have taken, <laughs> the first time I took the Enneagram, it was last year. Um, uh-huh. We actually went to one of those relationship conferences. It was like a Dave and Rachel Hollis relationship conference. They recommended us take it. I took it. And then I strongly disagreed with the results. It came back that I was yeah, equally <laughs> seven and a four. I mm. took it knowing we were going to be talking with you. I took it again. I got another seven and a four and I announced it to the people we work with, like at our kitchen table. They all started laughing and they're like, no, that's not you. You're That's not you at all. You're not that person. So I took a third test and it came back that I was like a two and a three, which I think I agree more with. But well, okay, you were trying, but harder. then, but Penn, no, but Penn was like, <laughs> I'm going to take this test for you because this is not you. You're not a seven, and you're not a four. Um, I'm going to take it for you. You but did you the can't. same thing to me. We were arguing at each other that we weren't the thing that we got, and then of <laughs> course we not got how it works. Yeah, we got to like 12 page of your book, and it was like, don't argue with, don't tell other people what, what they, they are. are. Don't be an idiot. Uh, so anyway, so we're learning. We're... But are different tests like because I got different i i really have a problem with some of the questions they were asking so are those tests accurate a and are there some that are more accurate than others 
Yeah. So the difficult thing with taking tests is that we're humans. And so even if we think that we're not going to try to answer things a certain way, most of the time we do just because it's our natural uh, reaction to do that. And so we always say like tests are a great place to start because it can provide you like a starting point, but it's important that you research what the actual motivations, the core desires, the core fears are behind that because most of the time the people that I work with, they're not their number one um, result, which is yeah. super interesting. And, and I'm sorry, you were going to say something. Honey? I was just going to you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, how does it help to know what your partner is? is like how does it help the enneagram help a relationship like it has completely changed how i view relationships as a whole because once you know their enneagram type you know why they might be doing those behaviors that annoy you right (laughs) or you might understand why they um you know, don't like to bring up conflict or things like that. And so it's just super important, not just in romantic relationships with your partner, or your spouse, but with family members and with colleagues at work and with friendships. It just really helps to understand um, why they why they tick and like the things that make them who they are. And and probably helps to communicate to know how he as a seven like why like what his motivation is for the way he's you know acting yeah, yeah. I, I definitely am looking forward to hearing about how we fit together I also want to know what is the Enneagram number for the person who disagrees with the Enneagram <laughs> results because that's what Kim is we don't know what she is yet but I bet there's a number for people who aren't so sure about their Enneagram score is that so, like a nine yeah so nines yeah. they often um they often can see themselves in all of the types yeah. because there are some. They are someone who goes with the flow, who you know like to people please. They like to be who the other person needs them to be, and so they are able to you know be able to look at all the types and say, yeah, I can see that, or yeah, like yeah, that every could single sound one like of me. them. I was like, yeah, but although nine was like a very low, it like ranked very low for me. Anyway, so. Um, you're a mess. We got to figure out what you are I while know, we're like I'm, doing this. So let's start with that. What the well, heck are you? What the heck am I? Well, yeah. can can we also go through as people? You you get like a wing. Describe. You're not just one category. Right. You were kind of a, a you know a mixture of several. That was my aunt. Yeah. You can't see this, but I'm doing like this weird arm movement now. You're a mixture of several. <laughs> So your wings are on either side of your main type. That's a common misconception is a lot of people think that it's just your second highest score, Mm -hmm. but just like um, wings on like a bird or an angel, your wings are on either side, which it just means that you have extra qualities that you could tap into or take on um, to become the best version of yourself. And so A lot of times, you know, you have a wing that's stronger than another one. For example, I have a very strong three wing. So I'm a two with a very strong three wing. Um, Does that mean that I don't take on the one wing? No, it's just um, 
less likely. I wish I would take it on a little bit more because then maybe my life would be a little bit more organized. Same thing. By the way, I have a recommendation to anyone who's listening to this right now. You're probably listening to it on a phone or an electronic device. Go ahead and it'll keep playing. Go on to like your Safari browser and just Google Enneagram. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. And the first image that pops up like on Google, you'll see what it kind of looks like. I feel like that's a good visual aid for people because yeah. you can look at it while you're listening. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. And, and we'll also list some tests, some of your favorite tests in the description of this podcast so people can take it along. We're, we're going to suggest that people take it before they listen, but um, yeah. just, um, yeah. So those things, it all kind of makes a big soup of what you what you are and what your motivation are. Are there, are there, um, types that shouldn't be in relationship with each other like if i'm a two three and he's a what are you a seven i'm a raging seven okay raging seven um so should seven we, eight seven eight <laughs> yeah. yeah so should, oh wait oh i'm a seven eight that's right oh um, a challenger i am definitely a challenger 100 percent. oh jeez. <laughs> although am i maybe i'm not oh. which makes me a challenger okay sorry go ahead sorry should we not be married to each other <laughs> No, that is not How the case works. at all. I get questions all the time in my DMs about like, I'm a one and I'm with a six. Like, is this doomed or something like that? And the reality is, is we're all just trying to be the best version of ourselves. And so any type can be matched up with any type as long as you are what we consider healthy. And so that is taking on the positive qualities of our type, being able to move into our growth line and being a healthy version. Like there are going going to be people that are really successful that are any type and then there are going to be people who really struggle and that's just the nature of relationships and the world in general does that apply to people who are the exact same type yeah so it it happens very rarely yeah do I see people with the same type? Um, but same thing. If you know there are two twos, they're going to love to show each other just how much they care. But they're all both. They're both going to be like very needy. Yeah, that would so be hard. Yeah, it's just being able to recognize those healthy and not so healthy qualities of. Yeah. Each other. Because yeah. there, with each, there are strengths and there are weaknesses. So right. to knowing you, your, the strength of your number and then like the weaknesses, I think, is great in terms of just personal growth. And I'm a personal growth junkie. You also, like both of your <laughs> female best friends are sevens, like the girls that you're best friends with. And I, and I, I know this because like getting to know them, I, I think they have like seven qualities. Who's that? I don't want to like out people who are oh. here, but you have like lots of best friends and they all have similar. So I'm attracted to a seven. <laughs> I, well, I was just going to say like, I, I could not imagine having a relationship with any of those women. It would be a total disaster. <laughs> like that was kind of what I was saying. No. Okay. Let's go through yeah. the types um, quickly. The type one through nine, if you don't mind, and yeah. then kind of have you tell us in brief, just a summary of what this type might identify. Also, her book is brilliantly lays this out. You can get more information. We're also going to link to that into the description, but just some, and then like strengths and weaknesses, and then how those people need to be communicated with. Is that cool? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So let's type with uh, type one. Yeah, so type one is called the reformer, and they are going to be driven by a need to be good. And so they are hugely motivated by um, being right. They usually see like right versus wrong, black and white characteristics, um, and they care about responsibility, being ethical, and um, social justice. 
Okay. They're probably guilty of shooting people every once in a while. Like you should do yeah, this. You absolutely. should do that. I gotcha. And they're super critical, um, not just of themselves, but of um, uh, other people as well. So they can be a little bit Judge, dull, judgy. So but, that's but a also weakness. honest and loyal. Like yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a weakness. Is maybe a little judgy. But what's their strength? Their strength is that they are like super dependable, yeah. responsible. They're going to be the ones um, who remind you of the rules. Oh, I see. <laughs> They're big followers. rule followers, yeah. which I guess could a be a negative or a positive, yeah. but um, they definitely care about like what's right. Yeah. So that this is where I you'll see me identify with everything. I'm not, I'm the least judgmental person though. Like I don't judge people. Like to the to a fault but i'm a big rule follower i have pretty strong opinions i am like i have a really strong like sense of justice it's like to the point mm-hmm. where we play like yeah, card just- games like we play that <laughs> we play like that game a it's called a hole whatever it's a drinking game and if i sense that the president has made unfair rules that are limiting like the person like the like the person has to give you my five best cars, like my sense of justice. Like I cannot stand when people abuse. Other, like, so that's where I can be a little bit of one. She's headed but into I'm, eight territory, but I'm not a perfectionist <laughs> at all. Like at, to the, to the point where if my life were a little more, if I were a little more organized, my life would flow better. So that's where I see, um, this is where I'm going to see myself. Anything. How do ones need to be talked to in a relationship, working with them or in a romantic relationship? Yeah, they should be talked to like in a very direct way. Um, They don't like for you to like beat around the bush, like get to the point Mm -hmm. and move on. Um, They can be opinionated. And so they might um, that might come across to them as like their opinion is the only one that matters. But, you know, as long as you approach them with um, grace, they Mm -hmm. need a lot of grace for themselves and for others. Okay, but be direct. I like it. Yeah. Okay, type two, the helper, which is yeah. what I tested with most recently. <laughs> type two is the helper. And so they are motivated by a need to be loved and to be wanted. They're extremely giving and generous and um, empathetic. And so they go through life, um, you know, with this fear that they won't be loved. And so they're trying to like do things to earn other people's love. So that's the motivation behind what I do. Yeah. It's like I do, I am a helper type of person, but my motivation, according to this test, is I'm doing it because I just want you to like me. Yeah. <laughs> basically what Yeah, it so is. they really care about being liked, like <sighs> a lot. I hate that. I hate that I care about being liked so much. Right, because I don't think I do, but I, I think I do. Do. Like, don't we all a little bit? Maybe I care a little I, too much. I openly and honestly and obviously care about being like this. Was one of my one of my higher ones. Okay, the two was. I think I was a four and a two were the ones I was close to being high for. But we help people because we're selfish. <laughs> we just want to be right. Like- no, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I've said this before. I think that like a large percentage of why I'm a good person is because I want people to like me. And I know that sounds like really. <laughs> egotistical and douchey but if the end result is me being nice to other people i'm okay with it yeah i mean i guess there's worse things but, right but i like i can't change we're talking about motivations ashton i can't change yeah. the fact that i want people to like me it is it is very deeply like set in my core when i um host i hosted a show on uh, home and garden television when i was in my 20s and 
the local newspaper went and did an interview with my parents because I was on national TV. And mm-hmm. they asked my dad about me. And the only thing he said that was quoted in the entire article was that <laughs> I came out of the womb begging for applause. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That's what he said. That's what he said about me. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then, you know, I think the older I get, the more I just accept who I am. Yeah. I am somebody who desperately needs people to like him to the point that I will become a better person. Not because it's making the world a better place, but because it checks that box of people like Well, but this wasn't me. your strongest thing. So how do you choose? No, I'm just telling you. So twos my... are great helpers. Yeah. So our, our our strength is we, we are helpful. We are, but our weaknesses <laughs> maybe we are so desperate to be liked that it it, it kind of holds us back. How do it can you... come across a little bit as like being needy or yeah. overly accommodating? Yeah. Um, how do we need to be talked to? The twos in a very kind, like <laughs> ways. No criticism, like not even constructive criticism. Ooh, yeah. I, I just handle- tell me you love me. Wait, what were you about That's to all. say? What were you about to say? I can handle criticism. No, you cannot. <laughs> you can't. He's like, what were you about to just say? I love you so much, but like anytime <laughs> I try to suggest something, you come back with like a, a, a counter argument of something that I've done wrong. That's not true. Okay. That's not true. We're going to fight about Ashton. Mm -hmm. You've opened a can of worms here. I know. Sorry. sorry. So, no, that's, I'll be better. But name something. I do everything perfectly. So what what is their criticism? You asked me one time, you're like, is there one thing I could be better at? And I told you what the thing was that you could be better at. And you came back with, I do everything. (laughs) That was was your response. And I was like, that's not what we're talking about. Okay. So, Kim, do you like to be recognized for the things that you do? Oddly, No. Like if okay. I go, that's true. She doesn't. I if I go volunteer somewhere, if I do something, I don't want people to take a picture of it. Like we go volunteer at this. I'm not even going to say where it is, but like we go make meals at this one organization and in our community. But I don't want them to put it on social media. But Kim, but Kim, like the empath part is she's off the charts. Like yeah. she feels other people's feels in a way that um, it can be crippling for her sometimes. Yeah. Like she'll, she'll, so, I mean, I know you score high for four, but we'll get to it. But that sounds a lot like a four, too. See, okay. So, yeah. okay, moving on. Type three, which is also in one of my wings, I guess. So, type three. So, type three is the achiever. And they are motivated by a need to be seen as successful. And they okay. want to be um, valued for that. And mm-hmm. so they love to receive praise from people for their achievements and accomplishments, things like that. Um, they respect is huge for them. Like they don't as much care about like being liked, but they want to be respected. Hmm. So you don't need to like me, but you need to respect me. So that's the difference that. there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What are ahead. some of the, what are some of the drawbacks? What are some of the, the things that three struggle with? So they can feel like they're the best at everything mm-hmm. and overly competitive that they are, um, you know, like nobody can do it quite like them because they are the best. So Ashton, for whatever it's worth, I am, so I'm a 91% seven, I'm a 77% two, which we just talked about. And I'm a yeah. 77% three. Those are my three big ones. So we're actually, we're going through 
Like you and I are a lot alike, Kim. This is oh my God, maybe we're related. Maybe we're going to find out. I think we're going to do just, like one of those ancestry things. We're spending, and we're like, no, we're spending too much time together. Like the, we're on the same menstrual cycle. At I know this point, we've cycled I'm up. Sure. I'm yeah. like, cycle like up, that's, honey. That's what's happening. I know. Like you know how dogs they start to look like their or the owners start to look like their dogs. Yes, we're starting to look alike. It's really it's. We need to see other people. Okay, how do, um, <laughs> how do threes need to be talked to? Like how, how what's the best way to talk to a three? Yeah. They need to be praised like that is like they are the types that love for their accomplishments to be recognized. They need to be told that they're doing a good job, that they are, you know, really great at what they do, like things like that. Okay. Uh, four, which is one of the time, uh, one time I took one test, it said I was a four or two times, I guess. Um, so talk to me about a four. So fours are the individualist and their biggest fear is that they'll be seen as inadequate or insignificant with their biggest desire being that they'll be understood or special or unique. Mm. Okay. So what are they great at? Yeah, they're really great at showing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, empathy because they are the most feeling-oriented on the Enneagram, and so they are um, just really in touch with their feelings and other people's feelings as well. They often feel like the black sheep, like nobody is quite like me, nobody really gets it. Um, but they're also, you know, very like sensible and sensitive and they do have that line connection to it too. So they can be really helpful as well. Is there a connection in some of these with like extroversion and introversion? Yes. So I know that like, obviously you are very extroverted (laughs) while you are very introverted. So, um, you know, fours can be a little bit more introverted, like your sevens, your twos and your threes are more extroverted at times. Not saying that you can't (laughs) be one of those and be introverted, but it's just typically what we see. And you scored highest for two, three and seven. Yeah. Yeah. And and I want to, I want to clarify something with Kim. Um, Kim does get I'm just going to speak for you now. Is that okay? Okay. Thanks, man. Um, Kim does get energy from within. Uh, she is, but when we did the Myers-Briggs uh, study, she was kind of right on the line between an extrovert and an introvert. But one of the things that my dad taught us is that if you are like a scorching extrovert, you will pull 
um, because of like the yin and yang like force of things, you you kind of make your mate by comparison seem more introverted than they actually are. I wonder if that happens with the Enneagram as well. I mean, that definitely could be. Um, I feel like I am also, I mean, I am also right on the line for introversion and extroversion. And I receive my energy from being by myself and I'm a two, Mm -hmm. right? But my husband, who's a six, is way more introverted than me. And so when you're looking at the comparison between the two of us, like I am, people like laugh in my face when I tell them that I get my energy from within because I, I am you very extroverted yeah, at times. See, yeah, you can play the role for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do fours need to be talked to? Again, with like grace and kindness and letting them know that their feelings are valid and that they are okay to be feeling that way. A lot of people just want to come in and fix things, right? And so sometimes fours are comfortable with melancholy and need that time to process and sit with their feelings. And so just being gentle with them and and not making them get over things right away. I love it. That sounds very me. Okay, type five. Yeah, so type five, um, they are driven by a need to be seen as capable and competent. Fives, I would say, are the most introverted on the Enneagram. They love to like isolate themselves and they spend a lot of time in their heads doing research and gaining knowledge because they want to be seen as like know-it-alls. They love to um, show other people the things that they know. Okay. So that's a strength is that they're very like researched and detailed in that way that they, they, yeah. they, they have a super lot of knowledgeable, control. they're wise, they're visionary, Okay, um, and- but they can isolate themselves. So they really don't like to talk about feelings. They don't like to talk about any of that like mushy gushy stuff. Emotions are is, hard for them. It, this this yeah. sounds like a billionaire CEO. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Like feeling, it's hard to feel all the feels. Yeah. So how do they need to be talked to? You need to be able to give them their space that they need. And I know that that's going to be really hard for a lot of the types, um, especially like in a two five relationship, because twos like when a little needy yeah. and want to like receive that love and care. And fives are like, wait, you're about to like deplete my resources. I need some time by myself. And so just giving them that space and those personal boundaries to be who they are. Okay. Um, and so six, you say your husband's a six. Tell us about yeah, the six. These are the loyalists. And so they, like their name, are just very loyal. Um, they do have the most issue with anxiety and fear. They usually fear like fear itself because their biggest desire is to have security, support, and guidance. Mm-hmm. So they often are like looking towards authority figures to um, tell them like what to do next but they're very responsible they're always prepared like i don't need to be prepared for anything like the coronavirus you're like check like got it yeah check got that um (laughs) just very kind and committed and trusting and just like really great troubleshooters but their big downfall and like their weakness is that they spend a lot of time in their head so they're over worrying they're um you know making things that are not actually occurring like you know um, and dealing with like some anxiety and, and fear. How do, how do, how does a sex need to be talked to? They just need to be reassured, right? Like that everything's okay. Everything's going to be okay. You're doing a great job. Just like that constant reassurance that everything's fine. 
I told Penn recently we were going through we had you know a big project that was coming up and I was super I I, I struggle with anxiety and I was you know a little nervous and Penn's like how do you need me to talk to you right now i'm like i need you to tell me everything is going to be okay and yeah his instinct was to say i know he didn't say this but i knew he wanted to say well i don't know if everything's going to be okay but i'm like no no no. regardless i need you Actually, to just yeah. tell me <laughs> it's going to be okay I, I think you're i think you're sort of right about that kim I, like what i want to do whenever someone tells me there's something wrong i would want to try to fix it immediately instead of listen to or or reassure um, and so that's normally my first thing is you're like, oh, I'm really worried about this. Oh, we'll just do this, 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 this. And, I'm like, no, know, no, no, no. That's not, no, I need you to reassure me. So you may have a little bit of. I, I, I have everything. I have everything. You're a mutt. So we've got to figure <laughs> out what the hell's going on. Because you're a mutt. Every time you take it, it's something different. And every single one of these. You've I'm been, like, yes, that's me. Like, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> I think with the exception of, I don't think that you're an investigatory journalist. No, I'm or not whatever a type, the type five yeah. one okay. is. No uh, matter how many people you leave bruised and bloodied along the way. <laughs> that was a So long as you can make a name for yourself. If anybody Put, journalist. If anybody can name that movie and put it in the comments, you get extra bonus points. Yep. Okay, type seven, tell us about it. Yeah, so this is the um, entertainer, <laughs> the optimist, whatever uh, you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so their biggest fear is that they're going to be limited or bored. Mm -hmm. And yeah. because they have this desire to be content in whatever they do. And so they are constantly looking for new experiences, new adventures, new activities that are going to like make them feel more content in where they are. I'm looking um, at your little... I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but like I, it is because I. <laughs> We've called I'm, up your Instagram page on the other side of the screen here, oh, and, it funny. Says, and it says like tries like, to avoid negativity. No, check. Like Barry, Loves to joke around. The, check. The one I'm laughing at is Barry's emotional pain. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he is a yeah. graveyard of emotional pain. Like uh, I, I, I'm like he, he's gone through some stuff. Like listen, this man is yeah. he's a smile and joker stuff, but he's gone through some stuff. There's been some stuff in his life, and I'm like. Let me feel this with you. Let me like, let me. I don't want to. Yeah, I forgot. Like moved his parents out of his childhood home into assisted living. And I was like bawling Every, my eyes everyone out. Everyone around me was crying. And like, I'm like sweeping the house. It's going up for sale. This is the house. He, his parents brought him home. From the house. He goes, where are we going to get lunch? I'm like, no, let's feel this. He's like, I'm really craving Indian. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, just feel this with me, honey. I don't no. want it. No, no, no. So that's a huge trait of sevens is like they don't want to deal with the emotional pain. They don't want to even acknowledge that it's happening. And so that's why they seek new things. So saying like, oh, what's next? What are we going to eat for lunch? Yeah. Then I don't have to deal with this emotional yeah. pain that's happening. Or, or uh, if I may, <laughs> I, I, I think it's sometimes <laughs> feelings are a waste of your time, Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> they really this are like. I mean, I agree, but I can't help myself. <laughs> I, but look, this is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get on my soapbox here. Every once in a while, you can just say, "Man, that sucks." Let's move on. You can do it all in I your know. head and move on. Now, will it flood and eventually lead to just a total breakdown in a couple of years? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it might. But at, at at this point, I do think that if you live with someone who really likes to take time to feel those emotions. You can be allowed every once in a while to say, let's skip this and turn on 30 Rock. Okay. And So how and does a okay. seven need to be talking yeah. to? How do I need to be communicating with my seven? Yeah. She's, so she's they are going to not want to be tied down. They're going to want to make sure they have freedom. And so just like being able to communicate that 
you understand that you see that they need these things. I see you taking notes, which is funny. I know. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. This is what I need to yeah. do. Um, and just like embracing the fact that they need to move on to the next thing at times. Um, sevens, you know, they are ex- also extremely generous and outgoing and exciting, but sometimes they also need to rem- be reminded to like focus on the here and now and to be present. And sevens often have a really hard time um, doing that and focusing in general. I just had a weird thought. And I don't think this applies to me, but are sevens prone to infidelity? <gasps> oh. mm-hmm. I mean, everything you're describing, it just sounds like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it could because moving on to the next thing and like needing that um, adventure. Well, I would say, yeah, I, but let's not typecast. I'm, yeah. No, no, well, that's the, the, that's exactly what this is. It's a motivation for something. Well, yeah. So, like, if somebody let's is not typecast. Let's do an hour on literally doing typecasting. Stop it! I just, <laughs> I, but yeah, okay, I hear you. I don't want to put you in a in a box in a box. Except that's, that's like, we're literally we're looking putting, at nine boxes right we're now. Putting you in a nine okay, boxes. Okay, I, I, look. So here's the but, reason. The reason but why the Enneagram shows us how to get out of the box by Ooh. using the positive traits. What if you don't want to get out of the box? <laughs> no, God. Then you're not ready for self-growth. You, you, oh, okay. We're going to get to that in a second because that's probably... <laughs> okay, um, so right, type so, eight. By the way, I, I have no desire at all. Oh, to, I know. When would you stray. have time? I don't have time to cheat on you. I don't <laughs> I have, you have any time. desire to. I know I hit the we're jackpot. St- we're starting to look saw, like each other. We're I saw all these things on it and I was like, oh. But we've also... Let's move on. Yeah, we've also seen those marriages where that happens and I wouldn't qualify those people as uh, sevens. sevens. Yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. I'm, I'm probably wrong. That's why I was asking. Um. Okay, type eight. Type eights, their biggest fear is that they're going to be controlled. And so they want to protect themselves from that. And so they are typically very assertive. They're usually the strongest type on the Enneagram. They're protective, not just of themselves, but they protect their people. And so they always are um, trying to protect the underdog and very social justice focused and um, just really want to do the right thing um, and stand in that. So they're also very like self-confident and decisive and yeah. So Max producer Max here says he is an eight. You took it. I took it. I'm equally a seven and an eight. Okay. Yeah. It was like 90 something on both. Okay. Yeah. You're either like a seven wing eight or an eight wing seven. So the eight's biggest downfall then is like sometimes they don't recognize how tough they're being. So they can come across as like being a bully because they are like, that is not the first time I've heard that. Really? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Nerd. My sister is an eight and we do a, we have a podcast together too. And we, um, eights and twos are like polar opposites really because sometimes she'll be talking to me and I'm like, gosh, why are you yelling at me right now? And she's like, I'm not yelling at you. Like I'm just just having a conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, you're yelling. Stop. You're yelling. Uh, Like, why are you being so mean? And she's like, I'm not being mean at all. And so eights really struggle with um, being able to like identify how they might sound to other people. Yeah. I, I literally just, my daughter who's 10, 10 years old, we were talking about the coronavirus last night and she's like, dad, stop yelling. And I go, what? She's like, you seem so upset about this. I go, no, I just, I'm just talking about, and I had no idea how my tone was. It's like Will Ferrell's uh, character. I have no control of the pitch or tone of my voice. 
what, what Enneagram type corrects him and says that was Mike Myers? <laughs> that was no, me. that's that's real fair. I have trouble controlling the volume of my voice. The tone and pitch of my voice. Austin Powers. Oh, I hope the, I, the Holderness Valley community that, can that back me right. up. That okay, that's okay, okay. okay. So, t- how does Max? How does Max's wife specifically? <laughs> how can I tell Felicia how <laughs> she needs argue. to talk to uh, Max? Yeah. So you know, just it's going to be a lot of compromise because do you know what type your wife is, Max? Uh, this is just speculation, but I'm I'm looking at it. I think. Judging from what you had said, I, I want to say she was a, a two and five. Yeah. So um, twos, like they're going to need some reassurance, right? And so when they're coming to eights, eights really want people to be decisive. And so like you need to approach them with the same decisiveness that they um you know, present. And so they just want you to be direct with them. They want you to like take on that assertiveness. They want you to be like authoritative, um, but also recognizing that, that they will never be controlled. And so make sure that you aren't trying to do things that they don't want to do. Yeah. She will. That's, that's totally us a lot. She's like, just take the lead. Like, you know how to do all this stuff, but you let others make the decisions for you. Just do it. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, because then when you don't do it, you're pissed that somebody said yeah. something that you didn't want them to do. Yeah. Um, okay. Nine. What do we got? Yeah. So nines are the peacemakers. So mm-hmm. they are um, just trying to keep the peace around them. Their biggest fear is being in conflict. And so then they're they're motivated by having a peace of mind, um, being able to like keep their environment peaceful. And so they're extremely loving, they're trusting, they are also empathetic. They're able to see both sides of a situation. I always call them like the devil's advocate because they're always that person that's like, well, did you think about it this way? Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew the biggest difference between a two and a nine because the, that quality of a nine like annoys me because I'm like, no, I didn't <laughs> think about it this way and I don't want to think about it that way. <laughs> Stop presenting me with other good options. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can be very laid back, go with the flow. And and usually because they're trying to keep the peace, like they're going to do things that other people want to do. And so that's, I would say their biggest downfall is that they have a difficult time speaking up, voicing their opinions, voicing like something as simple as where do you want to go for dinner? Because mm. they're trying to keep the peace. I have nine urges. When I'm around my friends, uh, I have I have wonderful friends and I've surrounded myself. My closest friends are people who generally don't always agree with me. It's kind of cool. Like during the political season, um, we like we scream at each other because we're on different sides of the spectrum. And um, and I love that. And I'm always the person in the middle like trying to, to, to keep people from trying to kill each other. But I, you know, I don't know that I'm a nine, I, but I do have urges all the time with my other social reactions um, to be a peacekeeper. So that sevens and nines can be confused sometimes because of that. Like they oh. want everybody to, it's not necessarily that they're trying to like keep the peace. No, I just want they're people trying to, like, to me. like make sure everybody is happy. That's what it is. It just went off. No, it's not everybody. It's to make sure it's back to my hubris of wanting everybody. Yeah. So to it's like not that you, ne- you don't care about peace. It could be full long war. I don't war. give a crap about anything but myself. <laughs> Well, you said it. 
So that's like the that's a great example of how like we can do similar behaviors as other Enneagram types, but it all comes down to the motivation. The motivation, it is. And the motivation isn't really peace, I guess. It's just yeah. having people say, Oh, thanks, Pen. So right. and then how do wow. nines need to be talked to then? Yeah, in like a loving, um, kind way, like with your tone of voice and stuff, but also encouraging them to voice their opinions and that their opinions do matter and that we are listening to them and they're being heard. Okay. That really helps them. Statistically speaking, are there any, is there general evenness to these categories or they're typically more of a certain number in the populace than others? So a lot of women will automatically mistype as twos just because how society shows how like women should be is helpful and giving and generous. And so then once they actually get down to the motivation, it's less women or it's less people who are actually twos and more just like what we've been taught and how to respond. Um, but as far as like specific statistics per type, it's just that like, you know, extroverted people are usually fall in these types and then like the workaholic people are usually threes or fives and so like we can kind of um generalize from that but not so much like overall is there like a rare one of the numbers that's more rare than others hmm. i think i would automatically just say four but i think it's just because like they want to see themselves as unique and so like that to me feels like the most unique type because of that mm-hmm so let's talk about me a little bit. Um, <laughs> Back to Penn. Well, no, we've gotten through all nine of these, and I would love to use myself as a guinea pig here because you mentioned what type I was. I looked at it, and I was like, sweet, yep, that's me. High five, self five. Good job, you. Um, and the sort of central tenet of your, of your kind of, uh, your central tenet is that you need to know you're in this box so that you can get out of it. And I mentioned a little bit earlier that I don't want to, like, I'm okay where I am. I, I'm, I'm very happy and comfortable with my situation. I think I'm surrounded myself by good people. I'm like super okay I'm with good. that. And you said, well, then you're not ready for growth. Mm-hmm. So I want to be open-minded to this and, and ask you to elaborate a little bit on that. Well, I think to be in order to be ready for growth, you need to be able to understand the, those weaknesses in your type. And so, like, are you able right now to identify things in yourself or in specifically related to your Enneagram type that would need to be changed? Uh, <laughs> She's like, no, good. <laughs> I mean, so the weaknesses. Meanwhile, I have I could write to you with like a, a 12 <laughs> document about things I'd like to change about myself. Yeah, uh, true. And and Kim and I have had this conversation before. So okay, so what are my weaknesses? You you know, like you we've talked about it. I'm a 7. Is it is it FOMO? Is that because that's Yeah, FOMO okay. is huge for 7s. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, you talked about like the need to be liked and so do you experience FOMO because you feel like excluded? Yes, I do. Uh mm-hmm. I feel FOMO I, I feel FOMO in in every essence of my life. I feel it when my kids are at school and I can't see them because I love them. I feel that I feel it when my wife is on a girl's trip. I feel it when my friends are, you know, my super rich friends are taking like a private jet to Mallorca, which is 
ridiculous. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't even know where that I is. Feel it, I mean, it's, I it's pretty, ma- yeah, Mayorka. Yeah. I feel it all the time. And I don't know if it's a fear. It's an acknowledgement of missing out where a, a lot of my motivations are I'd like to be successful enough so that I can have the freedom to have these experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's. I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what? Like, what do I really need to change about myself? I, I, in a relationship, if we can just do little look, at, let's unpack a little bit. I wouldn't mind it if you felt some things. Just so you acknowledge <laughs> you just, felt some just any amount. Of, but that's more for me. I mean, you're you're swimming along just fine in theory. He is, mm-hmm. but I would love. I do sometimes try to have a deep conversation of like. And it happened this morning. I brought something up. I was like, I think what I'm feeling about this, you know, this, you know, we had, you know, because of coronavirus, whatever, we had, we had a big event that was canceled. It's Mm -hmm. for everybody's benefit. Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that people's lives are like, but let me be disappointed. I'm like, I think maybe I'm disappointed and maybe I'm a little worried about this. And maybe he's like, okay, cool. I need to go upstairs to go edit this thing. I'm like, yeah so moving on to the next thing right the next thing that'll bring you joy and so it really is like an evaluation of what are you okay with what are you not okay with are you okay with burying all of that emotional pain or do you feel like at some point it's just going to come out bubble over and explode and then you wouldn't have like properly dealt with it along the way i mean it's probably going to (laughs) explode but it's this it's the same theory i have about going into the ocean like Kim's af- afraid of sharks. Like if I go into the o- the ocean's beautiful and awesome, I go and into I know the ocean. there are sharks in there. And if I look over and there's a shark and it's just looking at me like, here I come, my response isn't going to be, oh darn it. It's going to be like, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> You're in its home. Yeah, I like this was the risk I took. <laughs> Worth it. Good life. And then I <laughs> yeah. get eaten. Like that's that's kind of the metaphor that I've used before. I know it's weird, Ashton. I know it is. It's weird. No, Max, it's it's hundred percent normal. Like honestly, when you emailed me and you told me you were a seven, I like was not surprised. No, at no all. one Just is from <laughs> your um, videos. It oozes like out that. of our videos. I'm sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> uh, throughout radi- uh, reading all about enneagrams, we were cleaning the office here at the studio. This relates to you, Penn, in kind of a loose way. Uh, Penn's drinking out of his best dad ever mug that he left here because of his ADD about two months ago. And we were, my wife and I were cleaning the office and we were throwing things away. And she put this mug in the throwaway bin. Not, you could have. Not yeah. in the trash, but she put it near. And I looked, I go, why would you throw away a mug that says best dad ever? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's all chipped. I go, yeah, but. Won't that best dad feel really sad when it's no longer in existence? No. She's like, whose is it anyway? I know you didn't get it. <laughs> like, you're right. A better dad than me. Penn had it and he left it here. World's okayest dad is what I'm going to get you guys for <laughs> yeah. Father's Day. I'm already um, being just okay. Um, okay. So is there anything you want to leave us with here? You have your book, which will be out. When is it officially out? March 31st. So it's Very coming up. Exciting. Yeah. And I'm assuming people can pre order and all that fun stuff. Yep. It's available for pre order on Amazon, but also Barnes Noble, Target, wherever you can find books. And yeah, it's called the Enneagram for Relationships. And it's not just about romantic relationships, it's about your friendships and your family members and your work colleagues and just how we can better interact with each other. 
I love it. Subtitle, What's Inside Lisa Simpson's Head. <laughs> you, you can have that. I love that. You okay. can have that. Thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for spending thank this you. time and helping us kind of get out of our own way and realizing that our type, like we are typed, right? But we doesn't have we don't have to stay in that box necessarily. I'm still very much in my own way, but thank you for for <laughs> t- like honestly, I'm. I- Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. That's I want to have like real conversations about this, and thank you for keeping it real with us. Yeah, and, like letting me absolutely, know that could be and keep me posted, Kim, on your Enneagram journey because I'd love to see no what lands with you. I know. I'm a big old soup of Enneagram. I'm all yeah. I, I think because I just like feel everything, and I yeah, I I, I think once you continue to make your way through the, my book, you'll feel better at the end. Yeah, no, I read the two. I'm like, okay, this this aligns with me. Okay, anyway, thank you so very yeah. much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me.